Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to... God, that was the gayest entrance I've ever done in my life. <laughs> what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Great Earth Podcast. I don't know where the fuck that came from. Um, Goddamn, Austin, buddy. How are you? I'm doing good. How about you? I'm not going to lie. I didn't plan this out very well. I really got to take a shit. So right now I'm just like losing the battle a little bit, but we're good. We're good. Like I could, I could definitely, I can hold it. I'm, I'm crowning, but I'm good. <laughs> you're, um, you're out here, out here prairie dogging it. Well, it didn't hit me until I sat down and started drinking some bad healthy. And then I was like, Oh God, my stomach. Dude, it was a healthy shit. That's what it's been, dude. All this healthy food I'm eating. Or yeah, we like, went. We went to sit down last night to record after we moved a bunch of stuff. And I sat down. It was eleven o'clock. I was exhausted. I was like, okay, let's get ready to record. And then I remembered I have to be up at five o'clock to go to work. No, like, you're good. Yeah, because uh, no, that does. Well, I was exhausted. I didn't do much, but I was just fucking tired towards the end of the night. I was like, eh, I don't want to cancel on this dude, but I'm tired. So then I was like, hey, dude, you sound busy. I don't mind. Like, I would tell, <laughs> I would tell you if it was a problem, but otherwise, I'm like, I'll fucking, I'm glad they go pass out because I just, I don't know, dude. I was tired, and it was a weird Saturday. I'm usually tired on Sundays. So, but um, anyways, uh, big news, as some of you are aware, or some of you may not be, I started a. Great Girth Podcast group page on Facebook. So far, it's got 36 people. Uh, decent start. Um, there's some interaction going on. Doesn't seem like there's a lot. God, my sink will not stop running. Um, sorry. There's something going on in the background. But uh, anyway, basically, I got this started because I thought this would be the perfect opportunity for us to interact with people that listen to the podcast as well as let them interact with each other. Uh, it's been a pretty successful couple of days that it started, but that being said, I put up a poll about what we should talk about <clears throat> because not enough people voted. There's only like a total of six or seven votes on different things. We're just going to talk about all of them, but we're going to slide through the least important shit first. So, you know, uh, the poll with Biden as a topic and Spider-Man were like neck and neck. So we'll talk about both, but we're going to limit the Biden talk a little bit because this isn't the political show. I don't even know why I made that an option, dude. I just thought I'd throw it in there to see how pissed what people are. <laughs> yeah, like three people were like, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> but basically, here's what This is what I we come say. here for. Yeah, this... Well, here's all I'm going to say about it. <laughs> I, uh, actually, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and not do that part yet. There's I'm one sorry. other thing I got to... I opened up the um, Great Girth Podcast community and... <laughs> The very first meme that pops up is when your girlfriend is silent during sex. And I was like, this one's kind of filthy and there's some women on our shit, but I was like, ah, fuck it. If anyone has a problem, they'll leave anyway. But dude, <laughs> or my favorite on there so far, it says blue eyes, white Jesus. <laughs> it's a fucking Yu-Gi-Oh card. <laughs> but dude, I just been posting shit on there. I'm trying to stick with the page too, but it's different with the page and the group, you know, but because I did the poll, we got three things total to talk about. I'm going to get the one out of the way that didn't get enough, like, fucking votes. And that was talking about Daniel Bryan and CM Punk. Um, the reason I brought that up is because, as I mentioned to you the day before, uh, the other night on Friday Night Rampage, 
uh, CM Punk came out and did his little spiel. Uh, basically, him and Darby Allen are going to be fighting each other at All Out, which is September 5th. Probably not going to get it because I don't have the money for it, but it you know it looks cool. Well, anyway, when he's doing his little thing, um, he makes a reference about can he be the best in the world? Who can be the best in the world? Blah, blah, blah. The crowd just goes fucking wild and just doing the Daniel Bryan thing. They're like, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And you can tell he's, like, excited. He's like, damn, that's, that's actually really good. But he even tells him, like, whoa, you guys need to, like, be patient. That's for another time. So it's by now, if you don't know, it's been confirmed. Daniel Bryan will be on AEW. Um, I don't know his fucking name. There's been so many name changes. He can't use Daniel Bryan for some reason. Um, there's been a bunch of different names he's using, but that is going to happen. I don't know when, but I can almost guarantee you he'll show up at All Out. Probably at, like, the very last minute, he'll just show up and surprise people. Or he'll come in and attack CM Punk or somebody. I don't know. Um, I'm looking forward to that. See, here's the thing. I've been having a hard time with wrestling this week because it's kind of it's hit, like, a dull moment this week for some reason. And that's for everything. That's for Impact Wrestling, WWE, it's everything. WWE right now, though, is the worst. Uh, I know that I spent a couple minutes talking about this shit for everybody, but I'm just going to kind of skip past Raw and SmackDown. All I can tell you is I did not watch Raw. I did not watch most of SmackDown. I watched like 10% of it. And the only reason I did that was because the weekend prior, SummerSlam hit, uh, Brock Lesnar came back, and Becky Lynch came back. That's why I wanted to watch SmackDown, because I was like, okay, I want to see this. Obviously, this is a response to CM Punk's pop that he got. So Brock Lesnar shows up at the very end of the match where Roman Reigns hits John Cena with a Superman punch, a spear, and it's over. Which, by the way, Cena had to do fucking three of his attitude adjustment signature moves, which if you're from our generation, it was the FU, not the attitude adjustment. But (laughs) for PG's sake, he does three of his signature moves, nothing. It doesn't touch Roman at all. Roman does one fucking gimmick punch that he stole from a comic book character and one spear that every other wrestler known to man has done. He lays him out. It's a clean win, dude. I was fucking shocked. No cheating, nothing. He just, he won. Clean win. I was like, wow. I didn't think that was going to happen, and I didn't think they would do it to Cena. Long story short, Roman won. Music hits. Lesnar comes out. Cool. I kind of want to see that. What I would really like to see, I posted him about it before. I would love to see Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar in a ladder match for the custody of Paul Heyman. That would be fucking <laughs> sick. Like, because he's a, they're both Heyman guys, so like, where do we go with that? We know Brock's not going to win the title. His contract says he's there for a year and a half, but nothing's going to come of it. Anyway, uh, the uh, yeah, prior to that, Becky Lynch shows up at the last minute in a match where Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair are supposed to wrestle for the SmackDown Women's Championship. It's been... You saw the match at WrestleMania. That was arguably the best one of that night. Now, everyone's waiting for this, right? At the very last minute, after Bianca Bella comes out... Hold on. Dude, Brock Lesnar looks really good with a beard. And a man bun. Have you seen that shit? He looks like an onion. Why does Brock Lesnar not grow a beard from the beginning? I don't know, dude. I think that that was a last-minute thing. I really think that they were like, dude... We kind of need you, like, now. We were talking about later, but let's do it now. <laughs> we need you tomorrow. Can you get Yeah, so he's drunk and shows up, like, fucking out of shape. Like, he's good looking for his age, but he looks a little yeah, out they, of shape. Yeah, they definitely said, oh, God. Oh, God. We got to one-up 
we got to try to one up CM Punk somehow. Well, people don't want to admit it, but dude, they have to because that fucking one pop, it could be dubbed the pop heard around the world, dude. Every social media site was talking about it. It was a big deal, but anyway, uh, that's why I think that happened. But Becky Lynch comes in at the last minute because Bianca Belair shows up. The ring announcer comes in and says, Sasha Banks is unavailable to perform. Obviously, the fans are upset. Her replacement's going to be Carmella. Nobody gives a fuck about that. She comes down. Becky Lynch music hits. She comes in. She smacks Carmella really fucking hard. Throws her out the ring. Beats Bianca Belair in like less than 15 seconds, which is a slap in the face to a person they're trying to build. But it's because they're going to make Becky Lynch a heel. But that sucked. Anyway, I watched SmackDown just for that. Guess what I got? Ten seconds of Becky Lynch showing up to listen to Bianca bitch as she would. And then go, nah, I'm out. No rematch for you. And then, <laughs> I swear to God, dude. <laughs> That's the coolest thing ever. That's I'm not going to lie. She shows up. She's like, you came in. You stole my thunder. It's only fair. Rematch right now. She's thinking about it. And she goes, nah, not nah. tonight. Just <laughs> I freaking love it. That's awesome. But, like, everyone's like, why is she doing this? Why are they burying Bianca Belair? And I was like, dude, they're not burying her. They're going to make Becky Lynch a bad guy. That's the whole point. But um, guess what we didn't get to see? Brock Lesnar. We got no Brock Lesnar at all, which was a given. So Raw and SmackDown definitely was not interesting. SummerSlam, did not watch it. I only saw it for those two things. Um, Wrestling has been boring this week. I have nothing further to add except one thing. Um, It hasn't been officially confirmed, but it's pretty much confirmed that Braun Strowman is going to be signing with Impact Wrestling, which... It's kind of gay if you ask me, but it's, it works because yeah. AEW and Impact all work together now. Like, they're fucking on every show, so it's not like it's going to hurt anything. But anyway, that's wrestling. I have, I have a tiny wrestling thing. Um, Daniel Bryan is with AEW. It's confirmed. He's already signed his contract. We just don't know when his debut will be. Well, right. Um, that's the thing. It, is, kind of- it was initially scheduled for something called Grand Slam on the 22nd of September. But first are they're making it up because they're scared of COVID. Yeah, so that's actually been a big thing they're talking about. Yeah, they're talking about limiting a lot of shit. So, like, right now, the biggest um, the biggest topic between, like, wrestling fans is everyone's like, well, WWE is selling out uh, Legion Stadium and AEW can only do the – what the fuck's that stadium they went to in Chicago? I don't remember. It was a hockey arena, but I was like, no, it's not that they can't sell it out. It's that that's what they're choosing to do because the restrictions are so tough. AEW can only do coliseums and all that right now because they can't go to these big stadiums unless you wear your mask. They got to go to states where it's not as strict. It's got to be more relaxed. And if you look at the numbers, the episode for CM Punk, when people knew he was going to show up, or even just as a hint, air quotes, hint, that um, those tickets sold out, like, overnight, almost immediately. So it's more or less just that there's so much going on with COVID that they're kind of starting to cut back a little bit. And WWE's like, no, we're not going to go away from fans, but you're going to have to wear your mask. They're probably going to cancel some events, and I don't think it's going to be too long before we see them go back to no fans for a little bit. We'll see. I mean, if the vaccine works like everyone says it does, this shouldn't be an issue. So, who knows? It's really just all about where they go, man. If they go to Florida, it's not going to be a big deal. Uh, apparently, Chicago, it's not a big deal. Fucking Milwaukee, it ain't a big deal. But 
it just kind of depends where they go. I mean, they they fucking aren't going to Madison Square Garden anytime soon. I'll tell you that much. But yeah, that's a that's wrestling the in final, a nutshell. The final thing that I have to say about wrestling is yes, it's happening, boys. And when Daniel Bryan beats the, the absolute snot, CM Punk, we are going we are going to live stream it, and we are you are going to see Tony break down in tears. Now I'm going to break my fucking TV. <laughs> with me standing over top of him. Yes. I'm going to yes. break my TV. I'm like, oh, no! I just start kicking shit. <laughs> I don't know. I think they're going to have a match, but I don't know because I don't like... Um, let me add one more thing. I don't like that the main event for All Out is Kenny Omega, the current AEW champion against Christian Cage, and this is why. Christian Cage is like almost 50. He's established himself as a great WWE legend. He's a Hall of Famer. We don't need him to go against Kenny Omega. It was supposed to be Hangman Adam Page, and they just cut that out completely. Now it's Christian Cage. And I'm like, you know what? It don't need to be CM Punk either. But if you're going to bring Daniel Bryan in, and we're talking about possibly dismantling Kenny Omega's uh, elite image, because he's going to lose the title soon, but it's a question of, you know, who? Who's he going to lose it to? Well, why not do Daniel Bryan? Who's stronger if he's pretty much beat everybody in AEW, which he hasn't? Because I don't know what you know about AEW, but that roster is stacked. Like, there's a reason they got four fucking shows. But he's pretty much beat all the big names. There's not much more you can do with him. It's just like Roman Reigns. It's getting old. Who better than Daniel Bryan? Obviously, he wouldn't hold the title for very long. He's going to have a a smaller run like CM Punk. So he'll wrestle maybe once a month or whatever. But why not? I'd, why not? It'd be a good pop. I think it'd be cool. He comes back and he's like, fuck it, I'm going to take your title from you. And then Daniel Bryan's the top dog. But then again, I understand the the argument, which is Daniel Bryan, CM Punk, Christian Cage, Sting, all of them are so well established, they do not need a title to be awesome. So, right. But I'm a little disappointed how they executed that. Um, <clears throat> I'm excited to see Braun Strowman come back, though. He's going to be known as the Titan, which is Whatever, but it's a whole lot better than his choo-choo train shit he was doing. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm pumped. I'm ready. Um, I, I, you know me. I'm never, re- I've never been really excited for anything. And then, um, they asked. Dan- I was so sad when they asked that Daniel Bryan was gone, and then someone said, "Yeah, this is happening." So now I'm, now I'm slightly excited again. Oh, bro, I'm telling you, I know, I know you're not big into wrestling, man, but AEW is where it's at if you want to get even a hint of, like, the wrestling that you and I grew up off of. That's what I tell people all the time, because they're like, hey, what do you suggest? Because everyone gets mixed reviews about everything, and I tell them, WWE is very PG right now. It's very Disney, it's boring, it's cliched, it's just, it's, it's outdated, it's way behind. But it lives in a modern-day era, so, it, you know, it works. It's just, it's fucking, it's now no longer about the fan. It's about the stockholders, the share. You know, it's about impressing who they're selling to. Right. AEW is a startup company that, when you watch the show, it literally feels like you're a kid again. It feels so close to the Attitude Era, to the Ruthless Aggression Era. It feels so close to being a kid when you're watching wrestling. The problem is... There are some unknown names too that you got to get used to. 
but you end up liking them, dude. There's people I like there that were homegrown. Like Orange Cassidy is one of my favorites. Weird dude. Started out there. I didn't care for him at first. He's funny as hell, though. His character is interesting. Fucking Darby Allen. I love him to death. Didn't care for him at first. Uh, all ego Ethan Page. He's a badass, too. He's a fucking asshole. He's perfect. Uh, fucking, what's his name? Adam Page. Hangman Adam Page, dude. Cowboy shit. Like, that guy's awesome. It just takes time. You can't go into it thinking it's going to be WWE because it's not. And it's also not WCW. Mind you, that's always the rumor, but um, yeah, definitely check it out. Um, you guys have, I'm not going to advertise for them, but you can definitely Google it. Uh, I don't know. If, I just, if AEW would like to sponsor us, fucking dude, <laughs> you know, we're, we're going on 17 minutes of wrestling talk, but let me close it with this one last part. I absolutely love Tony Khan, the president, owner, CEO, whatever, because he had said outright that when he was asked about Daniel Bryan coming in, he said, it's Daniel Bryan and CM Punk, it's the same thing. This isn't going to be no come in for a month, do five movies, come back six years bullshit. He was like, this is the real deal. This is a long-term contract. So they're coming to stay. We're not going to see like The Rock and then gone for years. I like that. And he said, I don't like to disappoint people. That's what he said about CM Punk. He said, I know what people are expecting tonight. I kind of like the illusion, though, of not knowing things. I wish we didn't live in a time where you knew stuff. There's too much online. But everyone knows what they're expecting tonight, and I'm not going to disappoint. That's what I love about Tony Khan. He's not here trying to fuck with us. He's given us the WWE that I want. That's the best way I can put it. But you know, just like any wrestling promotion, dude, it needs some work. The women's division isn't great. Um, but to close with that, that wasn't supposed to be the longest topic. Um, let's get uh, let's get Biden out of the way. That's going to be the really short one. Here's all I'm going to say. Fuck Biden. I'm not going to sit here and say he's not my president, but he's a coward. He's still my, he's my president. He's the president of the United States. I just don't think he knows that he's the president of the United States. <laughs> He's fucking out, dude. This shit with Afghanistan, all that's it's really pissing me off. I'm seeing more and more like about people that can't get their loved ones home. It fucking it hits home. And I can't believe people are actually behind the suit with this. Even CNN is like, what's going on? And you know that's a problem. When CNN doesn't support the Democratic agenda for whatever reason, which is going on right now, there's a problem. When liberals, Democrats, whatever, are just like, man, I don't know about this guy. Something's wrong. <laughs> but nobody wants to, you know. Um. Yeah, it is the greatest um, failure in American uh, foreign policy history. Oh, yeah, dude. I used to say that Obama was the worst, but I'm starting to retract that statement with Biden. This guy is fucking terrible. But, um, Aside from that, because again, this isn't the political show, we'll get we'll get more to that on the Friday show. If you guys can hang in there, we'll we'll go a little more in depth about Biden. But let's get to, um, I want to get to the main event, which is going to be the Spider-Man movie. But let's get one more thing out of the way. Um, somebody on there put on the poll that they wanted to hear us talk about Trump supporting the vaccine. I don't know if this is like supposed to be sarcastic or if there's 
like if it's a story or if this is just like you know what we think about it I, I didn't add it i left it public so people could add stuff and that's what he did so you know um i'm not gonna google it maybe you know what fuck it i'll look it up and see if there's something about this because like i said i don't know what this topic really is and i don't want to jump into it and not fucking know what's going on are you, so ready? Are, you, are, you, are you are you ready for a lot of people to really just have their their scrotum like retract into their body from just pure stun and craziness? Let's hear it. <laughs> this is the responsible, smart, um, level-headed thing that Trump should have said. He did say. I applaud him for it, and he's one hundred percent right about it. So what did he say? He said that if you're in the United States, you should get the life to go back to normal. The vaccine works. Take the vaccine. And if you don't take the vaccine, then it's your fault. It's no one else's fault that you got sick. You have the opportunity to get it. You should get it because it's because it's been approved by the FDA. We have right. we have um, stacks upon stacks of science about whether it's good or whether it's bad, and we've proven that it's bad, and it's very, very effective preventing death and hospitalization, and you should take it. And so now mm. a bunch of Trump supporters are like, oh, he supported the vaccine. Uh, it's, it's, the vaccine is dangerous. The vaccine is that dangerous. You're just retarded. I can't. You don't look at the science. No, I'm saying uh, that part. I, don't I believe totally in your freedom. I do. But you do, you need to do what you have to do, Trump said. But he said, as the Trump quiet, I recommend you take the vaccine. <clears throat> I did it. It's good. Take the vaccine. The crowd immediately yeah, locked right. of energy and some booze could be heard. Trump apparently detected the local response back to his disgusting freedom. Well, <clears throat> okay, so now I know a little bit of about it before I jump into it. Um, here's my thing. You've got your was... freedoms, but I happen to take the vaccine. If it doesn't work, be the first to know, okay? I call up Alabama and say, hey, you know what? But it's working. You know, you have your freedoms. You have to maintain that. Yeah, this is the, this is the smart and correct thing for Trump to say. And thank you, President Trump, for saying something that's smart and good. And I'm just as okay? Bro, you're you're just really choppy. You keep cutting out. Um, I I got what you're saying. No, I heard the whole thing. But um, the problem with this conversation is it goes into the talk about wanting to get vaccinated or not. So I'll do a short rundown of it. I don't think there's anything wrong with supporting it. It's it is shocking to see that he's supporting it, but it kind of isn't either because yeah, he did it's get it. Vaccine. Right, he did get it, and there he, is science. While he was president of the United States. Got the it, vaccine yeah. was created. It was his program, Operation right. Warp Speed, that developed the vaccine. I, I, the people that are surprised that he supports the vaccine, I, I, I'm surprised that they're surprised. It's his vaccine. Well, yeah, but you got to remember half these people, they just worship the fucking ground he walks on. They probably didn't know that because they're idiots. Right. I'll say it, dude. There are some people that are fucking retarded on that side of the room. I was a Trump supporter, but not to that degree. I'm like, I still question shit he did. I'm not going to question his support of the vaccine, though, because for me, it's um, I already have my opinion on it. So as you know, I, I did, wasn't going to get it at first. I was like, no, I'm just not. 
I'm going to wait till it's FDA approved. Well, now it is. So, you know what? I'm probably just going to get it. It's free. Why not? I'm really not too worried about something happening to me. It's more or less that I'm worried about it just not being effective. That's really all it ever was for me. I couldn't believe these insane theories of it'll give you 5G and you could charge your phone if you put it up to your arm. Like, you've heard all those crazy things, right? Yeah. Yeah. I never was, like, anti-vaccine at all. I was just like, dude, you're not going to force me to get something I don't want. Right. And, and that's, Trump that's how I am also, now. Trump is also not pro-forced vaccine. And right. I'm not pro-forced vaccine or, like, vaccine passports or Right. That's, vaccine. Right. No, that's where I'm at, too. I'm like, dude, I, I have nothing against people to get it. And I'm going to get it, but it's just, it's on my time. I've said this before. I'm going to do it on my time when I want to do it. Not because you're going to make me do it because I have to. The thing is, we know that natural immunity is stronger than the vaccine vaccine in in natural immunity. So if you've had COVID and you got over it, you are more like, you are, it's, it's likely that you are probably better protected from COVID than you are if you have a vaccine well you and i know very well dude we both caught it and ever since we've been around what like 10 fucking people that have had it like in close proximity and we're fine like the thing is too dude i'm just not scared of getting sick again like yeah it sucked i'm not gonna lie it wasn't i've said it a million times i'll say it again i don't recommend going and getting covid okay it's not great but it's not the worst thing ever yeah like you're dumb if you're really trying to go look for it (laughs) Like, it's not great, but it's also not that bad. I knew I was going to survive because, dude, I get sick all the time with pneumonia, bronchitis. I've got asthma, man, but my fucking lungs, for being as wheezy and as weak as they are, they're just like champs. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll make it out. And I did. Tony's, Tony's like, I got a better chance of dying while I'm sleeping at night than I do from COVID. Bro, I'm so scared of that actually <laughs> happening. <laughs> I have a really weird fear of, like, dying in my sleep. I don't know why. I think it's because I wouldn't be able to, like, Wake up and tell everyone I loved him and shit. I couldn't like get my bills paid. I'm like, <laughs> I got sh- I got shit to do tomorrow, dude. I can't die. <laughs> That's my first reaction to everything. When someone's like, "Bro, you're overweight," or like, "Hey, bro, we might get in a car accident," or for whatever reason we may not make it, I'm like, "Oh God, dude, I still gotta pay rent tomorrow." <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> I don't know why that. I just don't have time to die or be sick. <laughs> yeah, That's the dumbest thing ever. It's, it's that old saying. It's like I'm poor. I'm too poor to live, but I'm also like way too poor to die. Too <laughs> can't yeah. afford to live, and I can't afford to die. Right. Like I haven't finished the things I need to do. Like the most important thing any person should do that has kids or is married: pay off your debt. When you die, that debt goes to your spouse. And I think um, I I I would push back and say the most important thing to do is to get life insurance. Yes, get life insurance, dude. Seriously, and the crazy thing is, is with life insurance, you can actually dabble into it and take some out at certain ages when you need it for a house loan or whatever. Like, it actually has benefits. Yes, it costs money, but not that much. you got to really think about it. Depending on how much you want, each person's between, like, 20 and 50 bucks a month. And that's a month for the rest of your life until that person dies or you die. That's nothing. That's nothing. I'm paying 50 bucks a week on a fucking lemon that was sold to me and went to the credit collection agency, okay? That's 100 bucks a month I'm paying. That sucks. I thought you said you were paying 50 bucks a week for life insurance. Like, god damn. Well, hold on. I just did the math on that wrong. That's 200 bucks a month I'm paying. But 
that's 200 bucks I really don't got. So, yeah, get that shit taken care of before you die. Um, that's that's what I'm getting at. So, We're going to get word out your bomb, so, you know. Yeah, just do what you want. If you don't know that shit by now, there's something wrong with you. It's like Trevor Wallace once said, dude, there's nothing stranger than the fact that you don't know what a 401k is and you're 28 years old. <laughs> It was something like that. I don't know how he said it, but anyway, uh, Trump supporting the vaccine, that doesn't bother me very much. I'm more against the the people that they use the vaccine as like a join or die, and then they use the mask as like a security blanket. Like, you have to have it. It's your duty. I'm like, no, dude, you're just being a piece of shit. That's all it is. You're virtue signaling. Nobody needs to wear a fucking mask at this point. That's what I'm against. I think that's so annoying. You can wear it if you want to. You can get vaccinated if you want to. Whatever. I'm not going to judge you. But don't force it on me. I'm not all for force. I'm pro-choice. My body, my choice. <laughs> Got him. I already know how much is. Yeah, I already know what's coming with that. Okay, so that's all I got to add about Biden and the or Biden and the fucking Trump and all that. Because, like I said, I can't really get mad at the guy. Um it is his program. It's his vaccine. Biden mooched off of it and made everyone love him because of it. But, you know, that's that. Let's get to the important part of the show. This is probably going to take up a whole half hour, so I'm excited. Um, keep in mind, folks, I like comic books, especially comic book films, just like Austin does. That's something we have in common. I don't like Marvel very much. And when I say Marvel, I mean Marvel uh, MCU, the universe. Austin does. So for me and him, it's a little different, but right now it's the same. But hear me out. I haven't been this excited for a Marvel film since like 2007, 2008, whenever the first Iron Man came out. Dude, I loved it. I saw it. It was great. I own the special edition of it. That's one of the, it's hands down one of the greatest comic book films ever made. I love Iron Man. I'm that excited now for the new Spider Man because, as you all know, for what, like two years now, we've all been following the stories. We're just being impatient. We want this to happen. And we finally get a glimpse, which to me is more than a glimpse. We got pretty spoiled. It's a long trailer. It's not a teaser. That's what they call it. But it's like, what, a two-minute trailer? That's a trailer. We that's got two, spoiled. Three minutes. Like two minutes, 55 seconds. Yeah, that's that's a very big gift. And I saw it, and I got excited. I was like, oh, shit, this I'm going to see. Not just because you got all the old stuff from when I was a kid and Tobey Maguire, which, you know, that – that's a secret, but it, it's happening. We all know it's happening at this point. Not just because of that, though, but because of the idea, the multiverse, the idea of having three Spider-Mans. You know, like that to me, that's fucking cool. So you guys can think what you want. I used to hate Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man, but as I've gotten older, I've learned to like love and appreciate it. It's like that saying, you don't really know how much you love something until it's gone. And so... There's just so much nostalgia behind it, dude. I'm so excited to see Tobey Maguire come back. To me, he is the king of Spider-Man. He will always be the Spider-Man. Now, Tom Holland is good. I thought he did great. I enjoyed it. I saw the first two. They weren't bad. I, I really liked him. Andrew Garfield, I liked those two. I thought he was awesome. But he's kind of like the... I'd say he's like the least impressive Spider-Man. Maybe... Maybe he's the better, like, Peter Parker, but he's the least impressive Spider-Man. But that being said, I want him in this movie. That's probably what we're going to get. Not to mention the Green Goblin thing we get to see there. Like, Durr, dude, fucking, that's a hint right there. Like, yes, I can't wait for this shit. Dude, Willem Dafoe? Absolutely. 
Doc Ock. Oh my god, <laughs> I'm excited. Even the story is great. How the world finds out who he is. We've never seen that before in a movie. With a well, Spider-Man movie, we've never seen that. That is fucking cool. The glimpse that we got of that, like the very small, like, oh shit, here's his identity. Is is it the second one when he's on the fucking the subway and he saves all of them from crashing? His mask comes off yeah. or whatever. Right, that was kind of lame though. Like the only a group Spider of people. Men movie of all time. But that's like the only time we get to see him in a situation where people find out who he is, and they don't even know who he is because nobody on the bus knows that it's Peter Parker. So this is kind of cool to me. I'm like, dude, right. it's just something that's never been done before. That I'm excited for. But I'm not going to lie to you. I have not seen most of these movies. I saw the last two Spider-Man movies. So I saw um, Homecoming because I won tickets to it for an early screening when it came out. I enjoyed it. Michael Keaton was awesome. Whatever. The second one, um, what is it, Far From Home or whatever? With Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. I actually just watched that two days ago. And I liked it. I thought it was awesome. Jake Gyllenhaal is great. So I'm excited to see it. But I have not seen Doctor Strange. I haven't seen any of the Avengers past the first one. Actually, that's a lie. I saw Age of Ultron, but I was busy drinking. Age of Ultron is not very great. Yeah, that was the impression I got. I was kind of like, huh. You should watch Doctor Strange. It's going to be kind of important. Well, right. I figure he plays a big role. I know he plays a big role in uh, uh, Infinity Wars and all that. We do have to admit that there is no confirmation that Tobey Maguire or Andrew Garfield is in this movie. But there's leaked evidence of them on set and all this stuff. So they play some role. But there's a chance. We're praying. We're praying. There's, yeah, so there's like leaked photos of them on set. And that could be anything, though. They could just be visiting. Or they could be um, producers, whatever. Um, Well, well, here's the thing. I have heard someone say that this movie is going to set up the movie where Garfield and Tommy McGuire are in the movie. That's what I've heard, too. I've heard that. I've heard that what's going to happen in this movie, he's going to have to fight the Sinister Six. He's going to fight them, but get his butt whooped. Right. That's, is, that's what they're saying. This yeah. is William Defoe's um, Green Goblin. It's Alfred Molina's Dr. Octopus. It's 100%. Jamie Foxx's Electro. Those are the three we have confirmed. Confirmed, yeah. And there's something um, about the lizard, talk, too. There's talks about maybe the lizards in here. Um, right now, the, the, that scene that shows the lizard, there's arguments of is that the lizard? Is it um, is it Hardy's Tom Hardy's Venom? That would be kind of cool because I liked Venom. Um, there's like a whole list of who else could be in it. Um, some people think they saw Sandman from Spider-Man Three. I heard that too from people at work. They said that they thought they saw Sandman, and I was like, you know what? Which I hope so. Right. Well, here's that the I hated one. But that was the best, the most redeemable part of Spider-Man Three was spite was Sandman and how good it was. I and didn't like it at first, Tom, but it grew on me. Yeah, if you get Thomas Hayden Church back to be Sandman, that'd be awesome. I want them to get um, what's his name, Dylan Baker, back to play um, 
God damn it. He was the professor in part two and three. He was supposed to be um, Carnage or he was supposed to be somebody. I can't remember. But he was the professor. They were leading into that because Sam Raimi had plans for three more films. Third yeah. one didn't do so good. They cut that off. Well, I would like to see him back. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. I really don't care for James Franco as Harry, and I don't care for fucking whatever her name is as Mary Jane. They can go ahead and not bring him in. That's fine with me. I love James Franco, dude, but I don't care about his character in those movies. What, what, what I'm what I'm thinking is going to be is um, the Sinister Six are going to be William Defoe's Green Goblin, Doctor Octopus, Electro, um, Michael Keaton's Vulture. Um, they are. I think they are going to have the Lizard, and I think the final person is going to be James Franco's Hobgoblin. Uh, it might not be bad though. It might be pretty good. Um, um, that's what I think is going to happen. And I think what's going to happen is he's going to fight all six of them, and they are going to absolutely beat the snod out of him. And they're going to be like standing over him, ready to kill him. And he's and Doctor Strange is going to like suck him through a dimension or something. To where he has to go find the other two or whatever. And now he's got to go to the other Spider Man. And what I think yeah. is going to happen is he's going to find Tobey Maguire. He's going to find Andrew Garfield. He's going to find. Um, he's, he's going, going to find the other Spider-Man. He's going to go find Miles Morales. Yeah, uh, the other Spider-Man. And I'm thinking what's going to happen is this: the next movie we have is a Miles Morales movie, right? Where it's him and the four Spider-Men going back, uh, and all of those villains we just talked about going to follow um, follow Tom Holland into Miles Morales' world and they have to fight the Sinister Six with who played Kingpin in um, um Daredevil? Yeah. Which one? The the 2000 no, whatever or the Netflix show? The Netflix show. Uh, Vincent uh, what's his fucking name? Vincent D something on Ferio or on Fario. I can't He's the guy that's in a bunch of movies, actually. Nobody knows yeah, that. Yeah, he's, he's, he's good. Um, he's really good. Yeah, Wilson Fisk. What's his freaking name? It's Vincent something. I, I remember him from uh, Criminal Intent, Law and Order. But he's in a lot of movies. His best role to date, though, in my opinion, was the Daredevil show. Uh, Which I was pissed. Oh, that's something else, too, dude, is... They did confirm that Charlie Cox, who played Daredevil in the show, is going to be in the Spider-Man movies. Because he's supposed to be a part of the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe eventually. Who? Sorry, say that again? Charlie Cox. He played um, Daredevil in the show. Oh, yeah. Um, the People talk about him going to be the... He's going to be the... Yeah. Vincent Phillip Deanna Four. Yeah, okay. There perfect. Go, yeah. yeah. yeah that, I think they're going to face... And he's going to be... The mastermind of everything that's happening. Right, right. Which that oh, would be but, a pretty cool movie. But but the people are talking about, you know, there's a there's a thing of Spider-Man and he's like sitting in and getting inter- interrogated. They think the way that Spider-Man and Daredevil get um mixed up is gonna be his lawyer. Because Matt Murdock is his lawyer, they yeah. team up 
And then they're supposed to be. It's already confirmed. The red team is getting a the um red team is getting a Disney Plus series. So they yeah. just have him and Tom Holland do a probably fight Kingpin. So it, I think it's all going to tie together. I think Spider Man's going to be the new like center of like down home Marvel movies. Just yeah. like Doctor Strange is going to be the new center for big crazy bullcrap. Well, if they do it like that and they pull it off that way, the, these movies, especially this one that's coming up with all the hype behind it, they have the potential to be bigger and better than Infinity Wars. Like, this is Spider-Man we're talking about, but it has the potential to be way bigger than, what is that? Is that Phase 1 or Phase yeah, how, 2? Or how, how long have we been waiting for a Sinister Six movie? Fucking forever, dude. They were talking about it before Spider-Man 3 came out. And then it came out and nothing came about it because they rebooted it. And Sony having their issues, when they finally decided, yeah, you guys can use it, that's when we got Tom Holland's Spider-Man. So it was another do-over. It's been forever. I mean, I think that Spider-Man 3 came out in like, what? 07, 06 or some shit like that? It's gotta be something like that. It's been fucking a while. Um, The first one? No, 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 Spider-Man 3. Oh, yeah, shoot, like 2007? Yeah, so it's a while ago. It's been a while, and that's been in the air for, you know, they've been talking about yeah, forever. Yeah, 2007. Were... Right, because if you go back to Amazing Spider-Man, they were going to try to set up Sinister Stick with Stick. Yeah, Sinister at the, with at that, the end too. of Amazing, after the, um, at the end of the worst Spider-Man movie of all time, Amazing Spider-Man 2, there's an after credit scene of them showing a bunch of the um, Sinister Six stuff. Right, they were going to do it. And they never did too. it. And they never yeah. did it. Like, thank God, because they would have ruined it. Well, with Andrew Garfield, it just wasn't as interesting. Like, I liked the first one. I couldn't get into the second one that much. I something about Jamie Fox, and wasn't it Paul Giamatti played Rhino or whatever? Yeah, Paul Giamatti yeah. was Rhino, and they really messed Rhino up. Yeah, the thing is, I messed, yeah, um, if I amazing. Could a little bit. The worst Spider-Man movie of all time is Amazing Spider-Man Two. Um, the second worst Spider-Man movie of all time is The Amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> like, you know, they, they're, they are the two worst Spider-Man movies. I, I don't know. It's Number one me. is Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man 2 is the greatest Spider-Man movie of all time and, like, the third greatest um, comic book movie ever made. No, I'll admit it's great, but my personal favorite is the original, the very first Spider-Man. Na- name a better fight scene in a comic book movie. Then um, Spider-Man and Dr. Octopus on the freaking train on in New train. York City. Yeah, that, that's the, that, is the, that is the greatest oh, fight scene in all of comic book history, movie history. Well, no, it's a good one, but I think my favorite like fight scene of all time has definitely got to be fucking Batman and Bane right before Catwoman comes in and fucking interferes. And it's a very short fight scene, though. That's the thing. It only lasts a couple minutes, if that. I like that, though, because we finally see Batman whipping ass. Um, there's another fight scene I truly love. Um, Watchmen, when they're all taking on Ozymandias, and he just whoops all their asses. That one's cool. Freaking, also, have you seen Captain Invincible yet? Um, oh, no, I haven't yet. I keep getting trying to find time to watch it. it it's it's oh, hard to sit through, but, dude, the fight scene and that, like the very first episode where... The main character, or the main character's dad, 
turns on all his friends and just fucking murders all of them, dude. That fight scene's cool, but it doesn't count because it's animated. Totally different thing. But it was cool. Oh, yeah. Completely different. We're talking live action. Live it's action. Like, I, um, I ain't gonna lie, dude. Kick-Ass has some pretty cool fight scenes. Captain both Ameri- the Captain America Winter Soldier versus Iron Man fight scene in uh, yeah, Civil War end. is yeah, so Civil freaking War. good. It is oh, it so is. good. It's um, emotional, too. I have, I have never... I have never like got so excited and nerdy happy that I let out a literal giggle in the movie theater. But when Cat, when um, Iron Man takes both his repulsors and combines them together to take and and um, Captain America lifts his shield up and the arc of light arcs between them, and it, the camera pans out and makes the like most famous panel in comic book history. Oh my goodness! I in the mo- in the theater. I legitimately giggled like a little girl. I was so happy when it happened. I fucked up and I saw that one before I saw the Winter Soldier. And oh, and oh my God, that that fight scene right there, where um, where he's trying pleading with Tony, like stop fighting me, stop fighting me, and he goes, he killed my mom. And he just and and Robert Downey Jr. is so good. Oh my goodness. Who would have who would have thought 20, 15 years ago that we'd be sitting around and be like, you know that drug that I'd be like, Robert Downey Jr. is so freaking good. You'd be like that crazy drug addict, lunatic loser. No, he's not good. Man, is he good? Well, it's like my dad used to always say, dude. Every time I was watching a Robert Downey Jr. movie, he's like, "Is that RDJ?" I'm like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Holy crap, people still like that coke addict?" And I'm like, <laughs> "What?" And he's like, "Dude." He had some rough days when I was a kid. Dude, there was a um, there's an old, there's an old um Family Guy joke where they're all driving in their car, driving down, and they're in Hollywood, and they go, "Look, they're filming a movie. Look, it's Robert Downey Jr. doing some movie about a bunch of police officers attacking his home." And someone goes, "Why are there any cameras at this movie?" (laughs) (laughs) No, like he's um, he's amazing, and I was kind of shocked that they killed him off. But here's the thing, too, I don't. I wonder if he's actually dead. Oh, you have, they had to. They absolutely had. He was getting so expensive. He and Chris oh, yeah, Evans. Yeah. But here's the thing. Here's why. Here's why Marvel's so impressive. They made, even if you don't personally like the movies, you have to recognize that over the course of 20 years, they made a movie with, they made a string of really good movies that are critically acclaimed and have a at most people believe are really good movies in a string of 20 years all interconnected with different directors and people deeply and emotionally cared about these characters even they didn't like comic books and then knew hey it's done it's time to fit it we're done we're not doing this anymore kill them all off He'll get get. It's time to end this story. It's time to hand the torch, and they knew how to do it. Which a bunch of these big big platforms like Star Wars don't know how to do. They don't. These these groups like I'm so scared for the new um for the new Lethal Weapon. <laughs> handing off of the torch. That sucks. No, please We've don't. We've never seen it happen like that. It, it never happens well. 
So the fact that Marvel went 20 years with these characters, got us so deeply invested, and took the entire story full circle and knew to end it and stop it and how to end it. The Marvel, no, nothing, Avengers Endgame and event, and um, Avengers Endgame and Avengers Infinity War, those two movies are arguably two of the greatest movies of all time, not just because of how individually good of movies they are, it is the accomplishment that those two movies together, the, the pure accomplishment of 20 years. I remember when that first um, Iron Man movie came out, and I was just kind of excited that there was an Iron Man movie. If, if, yeah, I was in high school. Yeah, you were in middle school. I was in elementary school. If was... you would have came to like fifth, fourth grade Austin, who was playing PS One and walked in and be like, "Hey, you see that? You see that um, Iron Man movie that you that you that your mom bought from the bootleg lady outside of seven, that, uh, outside <laughs> of, That's where we got ours originally. Yeah, got where your mom got from outside of Hilo. Yeah, that those those movies. You're gonna get your favorite comic book hero of all time is going to be in these movies." and be represented and faithfully adapted in such an amazing way, and it's going to lead you through an entire story where as you grow up and you're and you're trying to figure out like your political motives and like how you feel politically, your favorite um, comic book hero is going to be the one who's a conservative bastion for small government, and you're going to get movies that are supportive of your values all the way up till the very end, I've been like, no, it's not gonna happen. Not, a, a major, a major movie, a major movie studio is not going to make three movies where the entire series is, yo, government sucks. Shrink it as small as possible and just be a bastion of conservatism. Name another major studio that's ever done that. Well, it's Disney for you. That's because. They're the monopoly. Because Captain America Civil War is a conservative freaking holy grail. And so is Civil War. They're both these awesome, amazing, like, yo, government sucks. And if you vote for and communism and Nazism and um, horrible overreaches by government suck. And if you support them, you're an evil human being. If you don't like America, you're an evil person. Boom. I'm sold. Well, civil war for sure is, yeah, because you got the one side that's okay with being governed and fucking running, you know, under a one world domination. But then you got the other side who's like, no, that's not why we're here. That's not what we stand for. Yeah. And, and, and the thing with um, Captain America Winter Soldier. Um, the government comes to Captain America and says, hey, we've got this thing set up that's going to massively increase um, government power to stop crime. And maybe right. even before it happens. And Tony, uh, Captain America goes, no, that's government overreach. That's horrible. You can't do that. It's called, we, we have a right, you're innocent until proven guilty, and you've God-given rights to life, liberty, uh, life and liberty, and this is a giant violation of all of those. And he right. goes, well, well, it's going to help so many good people. And he goes, and I think one of my favorite lines of Captain America is governments are run by humans, and humans have agendas, and agendas change. Yeah. 
And and Captain America goes, well, the good guys aren't always going to be in control. If we give this power to the good guys, that means the bad guys now have this power. And it's a perfect <clears throat> allegory for what a bunch... This is going to get a little political really quick. But it's the perfect allegory for what all these crazy liberals and these crazy populist authoritarians want to do. They want to have the government do all these things that they perceive as good. But good people will not always be in power because, again, we'll quote Captain America, governments are made of people. People have agendas, and agendas change. Boom. That's a full American, yee-yee, conservative, <laughs> low-government low message I've ever heard one, and it's embedded in these three billion, millions and millions of dollar films. And even to the very end, who is the final person that's standing up against the evil tyrant bully? At the oh, very Scott. end, he thinks he's all alone and he's not afraid to back down because that's what America should be. Even on its last breath, it fights for freedom all right. across the globe and when we get to that point across the universe. Which is why, here we go, get ready, greatest transition of all time, why our withdrawal in Afghanistan is extremely cowardice and afraid. And, and I, the most telling image is Biden standing with his, with his um, biter pressed his chest, his head down, and he's just hiding from reporters because he's a coward. He right. wants to hide from reporters and wants to hide from people, and now he's making America do the same thing. But that's not what America is. Can someone get? <clears throat> can someone get us a real Captain America to go kick um, some commie slash Al Qaeda slash Taliban slash ISIS butt? Well, for real, dude. I'll say it. Fuck your jihad. I don't care. <laughs> like, that's uh, that's your thing. That's not my country. My country is America. And in my opinion, we should come first, not you guys. And for some reason, we've got a fucking idiot in office that decided, let's pull them all out and let's see what happens. It's not our fault. We saved a bunch of people. It's, it might be a little bit weird that a lot of my political philosophy comes from a literal, literal comic book character, but dude, I freaking love Captain America so freaking much. <laughs> so the reason I was so... Distant from the Marvel Cinematic Universe, though, is because my interest in certain characters was different. Like, I, uh, my favorite comic book character of all time is the Punisher. And so I watch those movies, and right now they're not connected to the MCU, but the new Punisher that's coming out will be. And it's the, I always fuck up his name, but he's the guy from the Netflix Punisher show. So that's cool because I liked that. I really did. Or I loved X-Men, man. I've, I fucking love those movies. I love X-Men. I love the comic books. I love Daredevil. Always loved Blade, man. Those were fucking cool. And they just, whatever you believe, they really didn't, if you think about it, they just didn't have a place for them right now. But now that we're heading towards a new phase, they are putting them in there. So that's, you know, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go see it. I'm a little unhappy about Blade not being Wesley Snipes, but people grow up, things change, it's time to move on. So... That's why I haven't seen a lot of them, too. And I think I've only seen... Shit. Hold on, this is going to take a minute. Okay, so I've seen The Incredible Hulk with Edward Norton, which I enjoyed. 
saw Iron Man, loved it. Iron Man 2, hated it. Iron Man 3, loved it. Avengers, enjoyed it. Wasn't amazing, but I thought it was cool. Like, you know, it was the first time ever in history that you get all these big characters on one screen like that to that extent. So that was cool. I did see Age of Ultron. I, like I said, I didn't get to see enough of it to judge it. Not I good. did see I did see the first Thor, the first Captain America. I liked those both. Um, damn, what else did I see? I know I saw another one. Maybe, maybe that's it. Well, I saw Winter Soldier with you. And then I saw Civil War. And I did see the, yeah, the last two Spider-Man movies with uh, Tom Holland. But other than that, yeah, I haven't seen any other shit. Actually, no, I'm lying. I saw both Guardians of the Galaxy because when I grew up reading Guardians of the Galaxy, they were so unheard of. They were unlike Iron Man and all that. They were kind of like the, um, they were kind of like those ugly cousins that hide in the back room. Yeah, they're right. really cool, but nobody thinks they're popular. Yeah, that's what Guardians of the Galaxy was. It was very different from your Spider-Man and your Iron Mans and all that. So, you know, like, I had to go see them. Those were cool. But I think that's about it. I'm missing a bunch of movies, though. The, 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 the crazy part is, like, the first Iron Man's good. The first Captain... The first Iron Man's really good. The first Avengers is really good. But the rest of them are, like, the lower ranking of the movies. Which is... Um, which is like crazy because I, I understand why you don't understand the hype as well because you miss the big hitters. Like yeah. I know you said you watched um um we watched uh, Winter Soldier, but we didn't really watch Civil War or no. we didn't really watch Winter Soldier. I think if you sat down and watched Winter Soldier, you'd it'd be your new favorite um, Marvel movie. Well, yeah, if I actually sat down and pay attention, which I didn't do because. We were busy fucking around the whole time, yeah. all three of us. So um, I now don't even watch um, Thor two. It's the worst film of all of them, and it's maybe the only one that's actually objectively bad. Like huh. all these, all these other movies are like bad compared to the other ones, but this one might be the one that's objectively bad. Um, Natalie Portman is just trash. And um, it really shows shows through. They tried to give her a like more um, like involved role, and it was just absolute garbage. Mainly because Natalie Portman is the most overrated garbage actress in Hollywood. <laughs> well, I just remembered I did see another one, uh, the first Ant Man, which I liked because I love Paul right. Rudd. Yeah, Paul Rudd is awesome. And so um, it was kind of like a – it was more of adult humor, so that's what I enjoyed about but, it. But the, cra- the crazy thing is when I tell people must watch movies, it is you must watch um, Civil War and Winter Soldier. You <clears throat> must watch the second Iron Man. You have to watch Thor Ragnarok. You have to watch Ant-Man. Hold on, Thor Ragnar. Is that where he ends up on the planet where he's yes. fighting with the Hulk? Okay, I did see that too, actually. That one's so freaking good. Taika Waititi is a, is a maestro. Can we give so, some prizes to James Gunn, by the way? Why is it that James, James Gunn is so freaking good? He took Suicide Squad and made people like it. Okay, time out. Someone get James Gunn an award. I liked it. I loved. I loved the new one. Um, 
to me it was on par with the first one, but it is better too because you got to remember it's gorier, it's got better actors, it's better quality too. But I do like the first one. I just don't care for Jared Leto Joker that much. I really don't care for Harley Quinn. I can't stand Jared Leto Joker. I can't stand the fact that the villain is a glorified um, rag doll who's just a column of light in the sky. They gotta push through hordes of nameless enemies that have no kind of. You, you're, no, you're never like afraid. Yeah, you're never afraid for their life because everything's super easy for them. They never struggle with anything. Like the well, one good, the one good scene is when they sneak into the bar and like have an actual conversation. Then you find out they cut out half of that scene. And you're like, dude, the movie would have been doubly better if you would have kept the scene in. Um, that's why I'm like saying the, release the air. That was that was the only good part of this movie, and you cut half of it out. Well, and the issue I had with it, yeah, was was Except the villain. Except for Amanda Waller. Amanda Waller is that, that lady that they got to. Um, Viola Davis. Yeah, Viola Davis. Viola Davis is just awesome. I enjoyed it. The only issue I had with the second one was the villain, the fucking starfish-looking thing. But it's smart. You got to remember, it's a fucking alien. Like. It was cool. The execution was cool. I just didn't like that it was a fucking starfish. I was like, eh. It couldn't be bad, though, compared to the first one. You know what I mean? Right. It's It's got to be a big character. It's got to be a creature. It can't be a guy. It can't be a, any average villain, because it makes no sense. Right. It's got to be a creature of some sort for all these people to come forward. But uh, You know what I would watch the hell out of? Huh. A, like political thriller with Viola Davis as um, I, I want like a weird political thriller where we get who plays James Gordon in all the um, Batman movies now it was Gary Gordon. it was yeah. Gary Oldman but now yeah. it's a there's give two of them now give me a political thriller with like Viola Davis and Gary Oldman and like a bunch of those DC like high political types, yeah, and have them give me like a, a political thriller in the DC universe where like problems they're dealing with are like legitimate. I would take that. I would take that in the Marvel universe too. Just it wouldn't be as fun because they don't have as cool. Like the thing with Marvel is Marvel has like three really cool political people. The DC universe has droves of really cool like politicians. Right. In in Marvel, you've got. Um, Senator Kelly from the X-Men. You've got um, Secretary Ross from, like, Hulk. Um, Thaddeus Ross, Thunderbolt Ross. You said Hulk, right? Yeah. Bro, that's that's Marvel. That's what I'm saying. General, I thought you said um, DC. I was like, what? No, I, I, I said... Um, DC has like a giant, huge range of them. Oh, right, Marvel right. only has okay. three: Senator okay, Kelly no, bad, from yeah. the Senator Kelly from the X Men. He's interesting. Yeah, no, um, he is. Secretary of State Thaddeus Ross. He's interesting, and then I don't even remember what his name is. But the um, but the president guy from the old oh. Captain America. Um, but um. Yeah. No, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. No, they do. And like, so with DC, 
I love what they're doing where it's multiple universes, different Batmans, different Jokers. I think that's cool. A lot of people are hating on it, but I'm I'm interested. I, I think it's yeah, a good I, idea. What I'm what I'm sure happened was they jumped in and they said, you know what? DC needs to have a connect universe, a bunch of like connected people. But what they're finding out is the reason DC is so good is because there's so many individual takes on characters that they're better off just making 500 Batman movies. We'll watch right, all like of Solo. Them. Yeah, they're yeah. better off doing Solo. 500 films. Batman movies with 500 different um, directors to each take their own take on Batman. Because that's what makes Batman so freaking cool is because getting to see what Batman means to each individual person. Now, that won't work with Superman. You retards, get Superman right. You have to have the right people write Superman. Okay, okay. Let's get this something dude straight. Is such a hater Let, with let's get stuff. something straight. Henry Cavill is a garbage Superman. No, have you seen best. Have you seen Superman and Lois on CW? I haven't. I haven't taken that. Superman. That is Superman. Watch that and tell me that's not Superman. Don't tell oh, me yeah. it's all colorful and shit. Like it's got it doesn't at least have some dark elements. Oh, it gets real dark real fast. Um freaking Superman's son like almost gets murdered by Lex Luthor. Oh, okay. Well then I'll check it out. I just I've been kind of here's the slow Superman, Superman can be dark and like hard. And like the like the, what this is what this movie this movie is less of him being a Superman and more of him being Clark Kent and trying to like navigate how he and Lois Lane are now married. They have teenage sons, and right. one of his teenage sons is getting powers. Oh, like okay. this. And it's I'll him, check it out, then. And it's him constantly um, fighting. Like, should I be Superman and, like, save the world? But I'm, I, like, abandoning my family. My, like, children are telling me, I'm not around enough. We're scared for you. We need <sighs> our dad. And um, there's another great political dude in D.C., um, Lois Lane's dad, General Lane. He pulls um, Superman aside and says, hey, I want to tell you straight up as a man, not as a not as a not. This is personal. This is not our jobs. You're not taking care of my baby girl like you're supposed to be as her husband. And it's pissing me off. And you need to start being a father and a husband first. Superman second. Damn, I'll so check it's, out. it's him trying to find a balance of being Superman, being a dad, and being a wife. And like, there are moments where he like breaks. He's like, I just can't do this anymore. Like, how am Which, I? Supposed yeah, it's to more pass? realistic. The the entire planet relies on me to be to to hold them as same importance as my family. But the truth is, is I don't care about the planet like I care about my family. Right. I'll, so, I'll check it out. It's just so is it evil for me to naturally want to spend more time with my? And there's one time where he goes, you know what? I'm done. There's one episode where he and his two two boys they're doing something together and they're all having all kinds of fun and they're and and like he hears like something happening and he goes to do it and he and his kids like kind of look at him sad and he goes, you know what? No, I'm doing this and like 80 people die. Right. Oh shit. Huh. And, and Superman's like, I made the wrong call. I should have gone save those people instead of being with my family. And like mm. Lois is like, no, it was your decision. You don't owe those people anything. And that's that big line that is always inspired in Superman movies. 
And right. Clark, you don't owe these people anything. And then Clark looks Lois in the face and he goes, I don't, but this is my home. And yeah, I exactly. It. That's freaking Superman. That's what these Superman movies miss. That's what Henry Cavill misses. Why is Henry Cavill Superman? Because he because it gets him hard. That's the only reason why he's Superman. He's a good Superman. Fuck because because the, there is this well, there is that exact line. This is where it misses. <laughs> um, Superman's mom, or aunt, or what adopted mom or whatever, tells him Martha was... Kent goes. Martha Kent goes, <clears throat> honey, you don't own this planet anything. And what does um, Henry Cavill Superman say? He said, I do because they accepted me. No, immediately you made Spider immediately you made Superman transactional and you ruined Superman. Right there when you made Superman transactional. Superman is not transactional. Yeah, but they also fucked him up in all the other movies. So, yeah, there's not a good move. There's not a really well, no. Um well, don't get me wrong. Richard Donner, Superman, the original from nineteen seventy-seven or seventy-eight, is good, but it's not. It's not. It's not. It's not great. It's not great. No, I was the, gonna say it's laughable. The best Superman. It's not the best. Okay, let's get this clear. It's not the best Superman movie. Ow! But it's the best Superman. What is it from two thousand and five? Don't you dare say Superman Returns. Yeah, the best. The Ow. best. Not the, It's not a good movie. Let's get it clear. It's not a great movie. It's fucking terrible. But. It's better Brandon, than the last three sequels they had done. Brandon Roth, Brandon Roth is the best Superman. Not the best Superman movie. He's the best Superman. And we're talking live action only. We're not talking animated because there are so many great animated Superman movies that well, get Superman right. Yeah. Right, there's a ton of them. That's the thing I'll give DC too. Is as much as I don't watch a lot of their animated movies, they have so many good ones. Let, let, let's be really clear: there is not a single live-action Marvel movie. Well, Civil War might be, but other than Civil War, there's not a single Marvel movie that's as good as the best um, DC animated movie. Like the Killing Joke is so freaking good; it has no. It should have. The fact that these movies can't win Grammys, even though the best movies of the year are not Grammys. <laughs> Oscars, yeah, they don't. Because they're animated, so they're kids' shows, drives me freaking nuts. Because The Killing Joke is phenomenal. Well, there's so many of them that we've seen that prove they're not just for kids. Killing Joke was a rated R film. For animated, it's an R rated movie. And it's. The graphic novel is amazing. I actually own a copy of it. That's fucking. It's a great graphic novel. The story itself is amazing about, you know, like, what would it be like if we drove Gordon crazy? That'll drive Batman crazy. What happens when we take his daughter and shatter her spine? What happens when we break them down and bring them down to our level? That's what I love about it. It's it's very different, but, you know, it, it's one of those things where, yeah, it's animated, so nobody gives a fuck except for the people that have seen it. And I'm like, dude, I, I like it. I love a lot of their animated movies. Some of them are hard to get behind, but not necessarily because when you got an animated film, it's more expendable. There's yeah. more you can do with it. Batman Master of Phantasm. That's um, a Batman great Dark Knight Returns. Oh, Under that's the amazing. Red Hood. Oh, yeah. um, even the Lego Batman was a freaking really good. <laughs> I like that one. That one's funny. Um, What's yeah. the password? Iron Man sucks. 
<laughs> Flashpoint Paradox is amazing. And right, that's um, what we're waiting for. Hell to pay. And yeah, oh, God. And then the TV shows, easily um, DC has better TV, uh, better animated TV shows. <laughs> oh, Freaking, shit. Um, the Teen Titans um, TV show. Titans on TNT. I started no, no, watching no, no, it. No, 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 no. Oh, you mean the no. animated Teen on Titans? Cartoon Network. That's not Teen Titans. That's just Teen Titans. <laughs> no, that, yeah, that's just so, Titans. Was it you that said that you walked in Olivia was watching Teen Titans Go? And she's like, I'm watching Teen Titans. And you're like, no, you're not. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's not Teen Titans. She's like, yes, it is. And I was like, no, the fuck, it's not. Like, I was getting irritated. But, um. Oh fuck! We we definitely went like thirteen minutes over, so we'll we'll have to return to this conversation soon. Uh, otherwise, if you guys enjoyed this episode, definitely check out our backlog of episodes at thegreatgirthpodcast dot com. Check us out on our Great Girth Podcast page as well as the group. It is I think you could actually uh, request to join, and you should be able to get it automatically because I didn't put anything on there yet. So definitely be a part of it otherwise unless um, you're a, unless you don't have a profile picture then fuck you i already said that. yeah or if your profile picture is an anime picture you can kill yourself uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh austin buddy let's uh actually let's continue this on saturday or saturday on the next monday episode and then for all you um people that want to hear more about biden tune in on friday and you'll hear it otherwise awesome buddy it's been fun i will see you on the friday show adios Big, you're super.